back. We are live on air. We are still speaking to Mr. Mahange, Mr. Tsidiso Mahange, who's the founder of Uluazi Olubanzi Academy. He is certainly not talking to us about forex trading. That's a conversation we're supposed to have with Mr. Daniel Kibel, who's the co-founder of CM Trading. If you are next to him, please tell him to answer his phone because we are supposed to be speaking to him now. And for some reason or the other, we aren't able to get through to him. I'm sure there's a reason behind that, but... It's worth a chance nonetheless because he would have told somebody that is going to be on air tonight. So give Daniel a nudge, please tell him to get ready. We're going to continue the conversations, though. Make education fashionable, the pursuit of education. Next week, our guests will join hundreds of UCT graduates and a virtual graduation celebratory event. He will receive his bachelor's degree in business science with a major in finance from the Faculty of Commerce. But I'm not going to say much about this because his voice can do much better justice to the journey that got him there. And its start is quite unlike the story so far told. Mr. Tsidi Somahanga, so good evening. Thank you so much for your time. Hey, man. How are you doing? Thank not you bad. so much for having me. Good, good. Thanks for your enthusiasm. I can hear it in the voice. You've got quite a story to tell. I'm not going to burst your bubble or anybody else's because my voice, as I've said, is not going to do it true justice. How do we get to founding Uluazi Olubanzi as the academy? Because the journey started somewhere because you answered a particular question. Why? Um, sure. Okay. So why did we start Uluazi Olubanzi? So I'm from Tiazi. So it's a township in Katlaong. And the main driving force behind Uluazi is the gap between private schools and public schools, but also just looking at public schools in Katlaong, it was the gap between me and my colleagues in class. So I'm not really that smart, but if I would get a distinction in class and number two would get a level three in mathematics, that didn't really make sense for me, which is why I actually founded Uluazi Ulubanzi Academy to bridge that gap at my school, you know. But before you even got to school, there was something at home that would have pushed yeah. you a particular way. What was the circumstance at home? What was the experience at home? What was the push factor at home? And what did you do when you were responding to all of those things? Mm, okay. So, sure, the factors at home, like there's a lot of factors um, contributing to how I am as a person, to what I am today. And I appreciate all those factors because they built the character and they built who I am today as a guy, as a South African young black man, right? So, from the article that UCT released a day ago, um, they spoke about my life, how I grew up and stuff, which... I gave them the permission to do so because I thought it was important for me to share the message, for me to share my story because I haven't really shared with anyone. A lot of people were shook because they don't know who is Sidiso. A lot of people just knew Sidiso as a UCT radio DJ, but sharing the story to share the journey of where I come from to be where I am today, it was inspirational for them. So, yeah, um, maybe... You, specific about the things that you want me to ask because there's a lot that happened. Um, growing up in theater in Katlehong, being encouraged by gangsters, being surrounded by gangsters, I think there isn't really much you can do as a young black guy um, except for joining the gangsterism, joining the crew, and actually indulging in activities that are illegal, you know? So for me, I 
think I'm just blessed that God gave me the heart and the mind to actually have an eye for mathematics, which is what actually helped me um, leave most of those um, dangerous situations and focus more on school. So, yeah, in primary school, I just compete in mathematics um, Olympiads, and that's one of the biggest, I guess, accomplishments I have in life, and that's where this mindset of mathematics and driving force to build Uluazi came from. You're being very coy, and I really want you to get to the punchline here. Tell us what happened when you were 13. Um, okay, so when I was 13, um, sure. Okay, I moved out of home, um, and the main reason for that, it was growing up under a disoriented home, right, where you are emotionally abused and mentally abused without even realizing it. So what made me realize that was my teachers in primary, and that led me to actually move out and stay alone. This had nothing to do with what was happening at home? This is exactly what was happening at home, but I don't really want to talk about all other pinpoint people to say, hey, this person did this and that, because like I said, I appreciated the circumstances because they made me who I am. Let's talk about the foundation now, Uluazi Olubanzi Academy. Who is it targeted sure. at? What is the work that you guys do on a day-to-day basis? And can you tell us about some of the success stories of the journey thus far? Okay, so Uluazi Olubanzi Academy is targeted from every township person or rather township people who doesn't have the motivation to study, who doesn't have the resources to actually be able to complete their schoolwork. Like I said, I grew up in Katlehong where I didn't really have a math teacher. Um, So we'd have like one math teacher um, teaching grade 10 to grade 12, which for him was a lot. So sometimes we'd miss math classes. So for me, founding Uluazi was to bridge that gap, for me to be that brother, that teacher to every child. So some of the success stories we have, I think ever since I tutored and almost 80% 80% of the kids that have tutored so far, there are around 400. Um, we've managed to get them distinctions. And one of the biggest success stories is one of my mentees is in the University of Malawi studying medicine. And he's still good in maths. He's doing second year. And for his June results, he sent me his transfer because then 92%. So I think the work that we're doing at Ulaz and the base, the basis, the and the foundation that I'm trying to build with mathematics because I love maths. So I think laying that foundation at an early age because now I'm you know, working on a strategy to start it in primary school and teach mathematics in primary school. And also now I have a program where I'm planning, or yes, I'm planning to actually teach teachers how to teach maths, how to engage in mathematics and actually become better. Because a lot of teachers from public schools don't even practice anymore. They just assume because they've been teaching for five years, they know what mathematics, you know. So just bridging those gaps and making sure everyone gets a fair chance in mathematics rather than judging math as a hard subject. 
Look, I think had I had or heard of uh, Mr. Tsidiso Mahange some 20 years or even 30 years ago, my fortunes in life would have been very different because I had an attitude towards mathematics. For whatever reason, I would have had that attitude. I don't imagine that attitude I had back then might still not be prevalent in the schooling community now. And perhaps your passion for mathematics will then help us demystify this concept that is mathematics, that is believed to be the subject of a particular lot within our society and how accessible it truly is and speak from your position of passion. I'm just giving you an opportunity to even dig deeper. That mathematics is something that is accessible to all and for all and it is something that can really change one's fortunes in life given the many opportunities through mathematics one might have to eke out a living for oneself because in reality we exercise maths every day. We just don't call Count your money yeah. is mathematics, for instance. So go ahead. The importance of mathematics and reigniting that passion and so help the better schooling outcomes that we can as a society achieve. Sure. Um, so, yeah, I, I think may, uh, the biggest thing I would say first is it starts with primary school, the foundation, building a strong foundation. But even before it gets there, that's the support structure of the kids, what do you teach your children each and every day, right? Because look at the generation we're living in now. Kids in primary schools have got smartphones, they're on social media, they're doing things that I've never even done. So for me, it was it's a matter of curiosity. So I was just curious with numbers, I was playing number games, even today I still love playing a game called Sotoku, which is, it opens up my mind to be curious about things. Um, I don't just accept things for what they are, I remember back in first year at UCT, I used to argue a lot with my math uh, lecture, not because I thought I knew more, but because I was curious. I was always reading forward to make sure that, okay, whenever we cover a certain chapter, I'm already there, I already know the basics, so that in class we can have a conversation. So also, it's a matter of how you teach and how you interact with people as a lecturer. I know a lot of teachers from primary school, from high school, they belittle you if you don't know anything, right? So at Ulwazi, we actually encourage a lot of kids. If you don't know something, we find better ways of teaching you. And that's why I'm busy with my own Ulwazi internal study guide to actually share the concepts, share the knowledge. Even on our Facebook page, I think we've posted almost every day during these exam season tips and concepts and how to handle things that are hard and simplify them. Also, making jokes. So a lot of people say I'm a joker, I'm a funny guy. So I use that as well to actually drive concepts home. So I think rather than it being passion, it's something that you have to make it like a mm-hmm. lifestyle. So make I leave the mathematics. You, yes. s- you, s- you speak you about know? a lifestyle. Sorry to interrupt you there. I'm running out of time. You see, yeah. for instance, let's talk to or of about science, which is very much within the same bracket as mathematics. Mm-hmm. The concept the reality, the lifestyle, and the formula. These can be merged into something which is real, accessible, seen, and perceived, therefore, and thus break down the formula into something tangible or that which the eye can see and thus relatable, therefore create an understanding, however one gets to that understanding, to then be able to engage the material. For instance, a Bunsen burner is 
a scientific instrument which many people might not know or would never know given the disparity of resource distribution in this country. But if I talk of a Bunsen burner and I create something which is a reality for them and I expose them to something which is a reality, that is a three-legged pot under a fire. And then when you draw the Bunsen burner, you can link the concept of the Bunsen burner and how it works to the fire underneath a three-legged pot. Suddenly, that pupil who's never seen a Bunsen burner can understand the function of a Bunsen burner by using what they are used to on a day-to-day basis, which for them is their reality, and get to the same result as one who knows what a Bunsen burner is because they understand the concept. Now, how does in mathematics that happen? Because ultimately, it is formulae on paper and that understanding. So in other words, how do you demystify and make mathematics more accessible? Because you are talking about a study guide that you're developing. And that is obviously going to be something that speaks to the reality of the end user. Mm, okay. Um, that's actually a great question. Hey, um, So this is how I love talking about a concept, right? Um, I remember I went back to my school in Latikutula a few weeks ago and I was teaching math. And as I was teaching, I realized that the grade 12s don't even know how to interpret a parabola. So I asked them why they can't interpret a parabola. Do they even know how to draw it? And then we went back to grade 11, which is where they teach you how to draw it. But before you can even draw it and shift it around, in grade 10, you were introduced to a Cartesian plane and a simple x squared parabola, which is where the basics of everything started, the foundation of everything started. So to understand a formula of something, right, you need to start from the basics. What birthed the formula? How is the formula built? And why was it built? So those are the things that I'm trying to push. So even when I teach, I'm more theoretical rather than being practical and drawing graphs and stuff. So I think that's that's where we, we, we're missing the, the foundation. That's where there is a leak in, in, in the roof to say these kids, they don't understand the foundations, they don't understand the basics and the theory behind why mm. they're doing certain things. We look forward to the rollout of that study guide and we certainly will follow your progress with a very keen interest the founder of Uluazi Olubanzi Academy, Mr. Tsidi Somahange. Many congratulations, of course. Bachelor's degree in business science, majoring in finance from the Faculty of the Commerce at UCT. Tsidi, so thanks for your voice and experience. Thank you for having me, man. Excellent. 2051 short break, Mr. Daniel Kibel, who is actually in Israel. Somebody finally did nudge him and he's on the line after this.